0: And take the right next steps towards landing a career you love. Because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Flourish Careers podcast. I'm here today with part two of this mini-series about how to gain momentum for a heart-based career change. In the last episode, we talked through different tipping points that may have brought you to the point of making a change. We talked through the obstacles that might be holding you back, along with some tips to overcome those obstacles. So now that we know what got you here and moved through what's holding you back, it's time to ignite the spark and make the leap. Unfortunately, you can't wish yourself into your career change. We can't, unfortunately, wave a magic wand and bippity-boppity-boo you into a new role or a new industry or a new company. You have to do the work. So I'm going to walk you through six actions you can take to build momentum. One caveat here is that you don't have to do all of these. I realize that you have a demanding day job and family obligations and an already packed to-do list, and so this isn't intended to add more to your jam-packed to-do list. It's intended to bring some ideas that should be joyful and fun. The more joyful you can make these actions, the more likely you are to commit, continue to take action, and before you know it, you'll be in your new role, your new industry, or your new company. So what I would say is just pick one or two things that work for you. Don't feel overwhelmed by thinking you have to do all of this. Now, let's jump in. The number one secret action to take to make your career change happen is to notice the story you're telling yourself. We have to reframe your thoughts from an inner critic to an inner champion. Most job seekers I work with have some sort of inner critic talking them out of making a change before they even attempt to explore making a change. For example, as a quick story, I met with Anna, who was a job seeker and wanted to make a change from a small family run organization to a Fortune 500 company. During our initial session, Anna told me that she couldn't possibly make a change because she didn't have an MBA. After that, she was nearly in tears explaining how much she dreamed of making this change. Anna's inner critic talked her out of even exploring a new path. And guess what? You do not need an MBA to work for a Fortune 500 organization. So Anna and I worked together, she calmed that inner critic and ended up landing a new job at a Fortune 50 healthcare care organization. Another example here is maybe think about your favorite coach if you were into sports, or maybe your favorite mentor. So, for example, I played softball growing up, and my coach was always there cheering me on. I'd get up to bat and they're telling me to knock it out of the park. They're not yelling at me to strike out. So instead of approaching your job search with the mindset that you're going to strike out, try resetting your inner critic to an inner champion. Cheering for yourself makes all the difference. And one secret little trick here that I recommend doing is start talking to yourself as you would someone you admire. So if your best friend came to you and shared that they wanted to make a career change, my guess is that you would encourage them, you would showcase kindness, care, and compassion. So I would suggest that you encourage yourself the same way you would encourage your best friend. So that's number one. Number two is taking tiny plus consistent action. So this is my favorite time management trick for making changes, and I call it five minutes to flourish. So the idea here is that you commit to spending five to 15 minutes a day preparing for your career change. And when it comes down to it, you will need to change your activities and behaviors to get different outcomes. So here's the breakdown. Set a timer on your phone for five minutes. Take a deep breath and set an intention to do one thing to benefit your career change. So maybe you're going to read an article about trends in your industry. Maybe you're going to connect with someone on LinkedIn. Or maybe you're gonna jot down your weekly wins. Whatever it is, do it for five minutes. And then when the timer buzzes, Decide if you want to continue. If you're feeling that spark of momentum, keep going for another five minutes. If you're drained, affirm that you took one tiny action for your future self and acknowledge yourself for creating the space and taking that tiny action. The bottom line is that you will be surprised at how quickly those five minutes add up. Five Minutes to Flourish is the exact method I've used to tackle every single career change or extensive project, including this podcast, and it works. And the other thing I recommend here is doing this when you're at your best. So I'm all about energy and cultivating your own energy. So I would suggest if you're a morning person, do this before you start your workday day. If you're a night owl, do it before you go to bed at night. Whenever you're feeling at your best, spend a few minutes and do something that will help your future career. So number one was noticing the story you're telling yourself and reframing your mindset. Number two is five minutes to flourish. So commit to tiny plus consistent action. Number three is making space for this new change. And what I recommend here is taking inventory of what's currently going on in your day-to-day and complete a start-stop-continue exercise. So this is an easy exercise that can have you reflect and take action on your progress towards your goals. And it allows you to make the space literally in your day-to-day to invite this change. So here's how it works. You want to write down three things that you want to start doing to make this fulfilling career change. So maybe it's something like prioritizing this change by spending five minutes a day on one tiny thing for your change. So go ahead and jot down, you know, at least three things that you want to start doing to make this change happen. Then you want to think through your day-to-day and write down at least three things you want to stop doing. So what's currently going on in your day-to-day that is not bringing you joy that you could swap out with something that will help you make your change? So for example, maybe you spend your lunch hour doom scrolling social media and you don't want to do that anymore. So write that down and write down a few things that you want to stop doing. And then finally, you want to write down three things that you want to continue doing that are in your best interest to make a change happen. So for example, maybe you have a solid evening practice of reading a couple chapters in your book and you want to continue to do that. So the idea here is write down three things you want to start doing, three things you want to stop doing, and then three things you want to continue doing to make your change happen. This exercise can help you reprioritize and create space for your career change. This is something that I actually love doing with clients in one of our first sessions to make sure that they're set up for success. Okay, so now that we've reframed our mindset and we've noticed the stories we're telling ourselves, we've committed to tiny action, we've made the space in our day-to-day to day Number four is visualizing the change that you want. So I recently read an article, which I will add to the show notes, that talked about this awesome parallel between visualization and doing a jigsaw puzzle without the cover image. So have you ever done a jigsaw puzzle without the cover image? It's a lot more challenging. I actually recently did this when a friend made me a puzzle using a photo. So I got this cute little wrapped box and all the puzzle pieces were black and white with a tiny bit of pink. And if you know me, you know I have a beloved Newfoundland dog named Tula who is black and white with a splash of pink when her tongue is sticking out. So I got this adorable wrapped package with all of these black and white puzzle pieces, but I didn't have the cover image. Obviously, I know what my dog looks like, but there's a lot of different views that that she could have made a puzzle with here. So a lot of black and white pieces with a dash of pink were really hard to put together. Same thing here with your career change. You need to be able to see the final picture or see the final image. So you want to imagine yourself in this new role or this new company or a new industry. What does that look like? What does it feel like? What do you look like? What does your day-to-day look like? And so once you start imagining yourself and visualizing yourself in this new role, you can start working towards it. A lot of people I work with even go and take it a step further and make a tangible representation of their career dreams with some type of vision board or an illustration that they can keep close by and top of mind. I remember every single morning before I went to work, this was at a point where I wanted a new job and it was a stretch for me. But every single morning before I went to work, I pictured myself in the new role. I felt it in my stomach. I envisioned the vice president of the department sending me my offer letter. Again, it was a stretch, but I wanted it so bad. And guess what? It worked. Now, obviously, it wasn't just the visualization that made this work, but it was a piece of it. I could see myself in the role and doing the work. Not to mention, world-class Olympians do this before their events. So Michael Phelps is specifically known for talking about visualizing himself winning a meet. He also does things like visualizes things that might go wrong. So then if they do go wrong, he's prepared when he's in the meet. So for example, if his goggles break... He visualizes himself in that situation and knows exactly what he will do. So hopefully it doesn't deter him and he still wins the meet. So visualization is super powerful. Moving on to number five is developing a set of daily rituals. So making the most of your mornings and evenings by creating positive rituals that support you and the lifestyle you want can be really impactful. Now, I know the word ritual might sound a little bit strong and can sometimes be associated with religion, although in its simplest form, when I looked it up, it is described as a ceremony consisting of a series of actions performed according to a prescribed order. So compared to routines, which can keep us grounded and they provide a rhythm for us to get things done, rituals require a little more intention, definitely include repetition, and I like to think of them as being a little bit more special than your daily routine. So these daily rituals or ceremonies are often the spark that create new habits and build joyful momentum. Again, we don't want this to be another thing on your to-do list. These things should feel nourishing and something that you look forward to. I remember back in the day when I worked at a company that was out of alignment for me, I often felt depleted before even getting out of bed in the morning. My first thought of the day would be something to the effect of, "Ugh, I just need to get through this day or this week or this month, and then I'll be able to catch my breath. I was literally like wishing the days away. And then at some point, I realized changing my mornings, creating a ritual that I look forward to to kick off the day could change my mindset, and changing my mindset could help change my circumstances And so I did this, and I learned firsthand that good morning rituals could mean the difference between a bad day and a great day. And it's also the cornerstone of my nourish to flourish philosophy. And here's why. First is contentment. So morning rituals allow you to set a positive tone for the day. So it's a really good idea to prioritize activities that will significantly impact your attitude. Consistency. So as I mentioned, routines and rituals can bring a sense of rhythm and eventually turn into habits. So if you've had trouble getting consistent in some areas of your life, incorporating tiny steps into your morning is a great place to start. And then finally, composure. It's all about beginning the day in control and not letting the day control you. So creating an intentional morning practice will help set you up for a productive and enjoyable day. And here's the thing too, all morning and evening rituals don't have to look alike. Your most impactful morning and evening ritual can look any number of ways It's not a one-size-fits-all solution, so it should be carefully crafted to suit you, your lifestyle, and your season of career and life. The essential part is that your morning and evening rituals should make you feel good in body, mind, heart, and spirit, and if you're accomplishing that, then your practice is doing its job. So I personally think morning rituals are so important that I'm likely going to dedicate an entire episode to this topic. So stay tuned. Okay, so now that we've gone ahead and reset our mindsets, we have committed to tiny and consistent action. We've made space for this new change in our day-to-day. We've visualized the change that we want. We've set up some daily rituals, opening and closing ceremonies, if you will. Now it is time to find your support system, my friends. Number six is that you don't have to do this alone. And frankly, I don't recommend that you do this alone. Making change happen is hard. So you want to find your support system. When you venture into uncharted territory, it's okay to stop and ask for help. Most people wisely opt for a tandem jump with a certified instructor for their first skydive, probably their second and third jumps too. So why wouldn't you seek help to prepare you for that leap into your next best role to secure that soft and controlled landing? So this doesn't have to be a stranger either. Find an accountability partner or a friend or even a community of like-minded people. Your support system should offer you a judgment-free space where you can swap stories and support each other on this journey to career change. By the way, I do have a private insider community. If this is something you're interested in, let me know. I'm happy to share more. Personally, I'm in a few communities for support with business building, and they've helped me a ton, even with this very podcast. I will tell you, there is nothing better than having a trusted thought partner or community of like-minded people to help you move beyond your self-doubt and cheer you on. So as a recap, the six secret actions you can take to build momentum include noticing the story you're telling yourself, reframing your thoughts from an inner critic to an inner champion. Number two is taking tiny plus consistent action. Start with my favorite time management trick for making changes, which is called five minutes to flourish. Number three is take an inventory of what's currently going on in your day-to-day and complete a start-stop-continue exercise. Number four is visualize the change you want Make sure you have that cover of the jigsaw puzzle before you start the puzzle. Number five is developing a set of daily rituals or opening and closing ceremonies. And number six, lastly, you don't have to do this alone. Find your support system. The bottom line is making a career change can look a lot like jumping out of an airplane without a parachute, but it's far from it. Unknown to everyone else, you have a parachute packed with your growth mindset, your transferable skills, and your dedicated support system. People around you might be yelling, watch out, but you know better that parachute is going to open and it's going to be amazing and so worth it. So that's a wrap for today. If you are finding this helpful, I would be so delighted if you subscribe and share it with a friend. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.